Hi everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Highbury Hangout podcast. Today we'll be doing an opponent report on our next WSL game against Reading. So Reading have become somewhat part of the furniture as it's their eighth season in the WSL. However, many believe that this season could be their last as they are likely to get demoted. This is based also on the fact that Aston Villa, since signing Rachel Daly, have been able to score so many goals. Although they did, the highest they've ever finished is actually fourth and this was in the 2017-18 to 18 season. In my opinion, their player to watch out for throughout the game would be Deanne Rose. She's an Olympic gold medalist, only 23, actually scored a winning goal against Chelsea previously. Her style of play is quite fast and direct, which normally I wouldn't say is a problem, but obviously because Souza and Williamson are out, it might be interesting to see how that compares against potentially Jen Beattie or... Lotta Wubenmoy. To be honest, I still think they'll be very much up for the task against Reading, but it will be interesting to see how that dynamic is different potentially. So on the management front, Kelly Chambers completely runs the show. She is totally dedicated to the team, as she's also the director of women and girls football at the club itself. She's been the first team coach since 2015 and obviously was in charge when they got to their fourth place record. She's also previously coached Fran Kirby of Chelsea, who speaks really highly of her. In this summer's transfer window, Reading didn't have a mass amount of changes, but have lost experience in the form of retirement of Brooke Chaplin. But Charlie Wellings has joined, who was an absolutely prolific goal scorer at Celtic. Now, similar to Arsenal, but relative to their smaller budget, Reading have some great examples of developing young talent. And their latest example is definitely midfielder Tia Primer, who only signed her professional contract with the club in July, but has already made 14 appearances for them last season. In particular, what I remember of Tia is that she scored a late, late minute, if not a little scrappy, but brilliant goal against Everton last season that secured the three points for the team. So she definitely deals well under pressure and it will be interesting to see if she plays against Arsenal. So currently Reading sit bottom of the table with zero points following two losses. Now, although our squad isn't at full strength, I fully expect to beat them, I'm thinking, by at least three goals. But when we take a closer look at the stats and the history between the two clubs, there's been 18 matches between Reading and Arsenal. Arsenal have won 14, drawn two and lost two. While obviously overall this is a hugely positive record, it was exactly these types of games and with the greatest respect also when we played Birmingham that Arsenal really seemed to trip up and I think even if you asked a lot of the players now, they would say that's that's where we lost that one point to Chelsea to see them win the league over us. 
However, I do think things have definitely tightened up under Jonas, so hopefully this won't be as much of a pressing issue and we will be able to make the most of our opportunities because, as I've said in previous podcasts and I think a lot of pundits have also commented on, the league is so close, certainly at the top this season, that it really could come down to goal difference, so hopefully that's where our focus is in the game on Sunday. For UK viewers that are listening, it will be available on Sky. So, fingers crossed for Sunday, but just before we finish the podcast, I thought I'd give you all an international break update. So, of course, now along with Souza, who got injured during the Ajax game, Leah Williamson suffered a knock in England training. But more positively, we can now say that Kate McCabe led her island side to World Cup as did Leah Volti alongside Noah Maritz of Switzerland. And they will join the many other Gunners who have already qualified for the World Cup. Although, sadly, Jen Beattie's Scotland did not make it. Of the international break, I think Katie McCabe's defensive leadership was absolutely instrumental in Ireland's win at Hampden Park. So that's really great to see that side of her game as well because I think we're so used to seeing her in an attacking position. I think people forget just how well-rounded she is. And then moving to the friendlies, I was absolutely blown away by Caitlin Ford's performance in particular. I really feel like she started the season for Arsenal on all firing on all cylinders. And that's definitely continued into her international career. Something that I thought was really interesting was that Australia's head coach praised Arsenal's handling of the on-field relationship between Catley and Ford and he said, that's not our work, that's the players in Arsenal, it's a privilege for me to bring them in and do the same thing here. Which obviously just make we know how great that relationship is as domestic league fans but it's really great to see that it translates for Australia and obviously that only strengthens when they come back as well so thank you for listening to this short but sweet and i hope informative episode the next episode will of course be a post-match chat on what i hope is a strong win against reading bye everyone